0: Little motherfucking we make we make we make we make we make yeah 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 boys the men's sessions be like this oh yeah I had to come represent yeah yeah yo 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 homegirl over there yo everybody having a good time with something yeah I know that piece A word? I think I know the show up I go fix it I'll kick it Hey boo you do you remember the Timper Tinder fender Fender finger blessing the Up here, okay, two grenades Don't demonstrate a creator Rain-a. Of the force I gave Garth, yeah, yeah, right than to Yeah, fader The imitator A vader's then going The MC's for lunch away waiter Pack a soggy back for dinner I'm oh. the list ah. Eyes like cyanide, quiet Who's your typical? Right is gonna A miracle, lyrical, whip the whip your ass, I tip Rounds to flip Hercules ain't got a tight grip Who ever said that you couldn't be beat? We'll have a seat Grab a spoon Taste some defeat I shake MC's dive back. Where's the man make the world go round mm-hmm. Who the bad guy inside the jinky eye. eye? Naughty head, rugged MC from NY City. My whole rap committee get busy. My roots take back to Kizzy. Now, now ask who Lizzie. is he? Lady sings the blues thing. I take it as a gym that's able to raise boys to men. A thousand young black kids from out the housing project, ready to catch wreck to dangle. Mm-hmm. The center of attraction guarantees satisfaction. Shop the app and make it happen, happen baby. Yeah. everybody. We are back. This is Never Out of Bounds and this is your host L Jamal. There was some championship boxing last night which means only one thing. I got to talk about it. So let's get right into it. Uh we had two uh bouts in the light heavyweight division. Like I said, they're both for the titles. Uh Let's get to the I call it the warm-up fight real quick. Uh let's talk about uh Dmitry Vivo. Vivo He was in the ring tonight. He's an undefeated champion, uh, the current WBA champion. He beat he faced uh Isaac Chalimba last night, a very solid journeyman. Uh, he's been in a couple championship fights in the past couple years. Matter of fact, that's where his last few losses have came from. So definitely a game contender, uh, somebody who can you know go in there with you for about twelve rounds, give you a decent fight. And but with that being said though, uh, Bevel kind of did his thing. Well, uh, being the the current champion, the reigning champion, uh, having all the the world against uh, the world for him and at his feet pretty much. Uh, he had a Well, he did his job. Like I said, Uh, he won via uh, unanimous decision. However, there was a lot coming into this fight on his end. Uh, There was a lot that people expected from him. They wanted an exciting fight. Uh, His countrymen... uh, from Russia, They're both, uh, he's from Russia, his countryman, K- Sergei Kovalev, he was fighting the, uh, in the second fight that I'm going to talk about, uh, and there was big news about those two guys possibly seeing each other within the next couple months or so, but we'll get more into that second fight as we go along, but as far as Bevo goes, uh, like I said, he, he had a pretty, pretty solid performance, uh it wasn't the greatest on his end. Uh it was a it was a stale fight, kind of a dull fight in a way. Uh Chalimba, he didn't do too much offensively. Um he did move get, try to give some movement to Bevo, which was I, I looked a little bit different for Dimitri. He looked to be a little bit out of his element. He wasn't used to trying to, you know, track somebody down or follow or anything like that. Uh but again uh, he pretty much was able to land light combinations throughout the fight. Uh, pretty much controlled his his distance, um, and you know, like I said, he won a unanimous decision. On the scorecards, it read 120 to 108 on two of them, and the second one was 116-112. Which, uh, for your for the, those of you who don't don't necessarily understand boxing scoring, it's not too hard. Bivol just pretty much had had a I would say a dominated like sc- uh, scoring wise, but again, um, just the way it looked, it wasn't necessarily exciting. And there's a lot to be said because he is he is um, one of the new the new faces in that division. Um, again, um, a lot of things have changed in the last couple of years in the light heavyweight division. A lot of people that were hot a couple of years ago, those guys are getting older there you know again we'll talk more about the second fight in a second it's just leading leading into this but um that division is changing and it looks like b Vol is going to be one of those guys but however like i said tonight oh i'm sorry last night's fight wasn't super excited a couple times in which the fans even booed which is something you do not want to want to want to see or hear um especially when you're uh, when you're talking about these up and coming fighters, they turned on him a couple times in that match. Of course, um, you know he had he had uh, some uh, excitement. He was able to try to he was able to get uh, Chalima to exchange with him in the ninth and tenth. But again, not enough real excitement. Uh, a lot of fans were left uh, with a sour taste in their mouth. Uh, but he's still undefeated. He's that was his third defense of his. Um, of his WBA 175 pound title light like heavyweight, of course, uh, so he'll just keep rising. Uh, of course he'll uh he'll be he'll be back in the in the drawing board, trying to figure out ways to you know make his de- game more dynamic. I know for a fact, but uh, he did get the win, and uh, the only question is now who's left uh, in terms of pungent stats, um, which is which is provided by CompuBox when you get into boxing or if you're into it you'll you'll find out what it is it's reliable it's sometimes not but it's a good it's a good way to kind of get an idea of where the fight was but according to punch dad uh Bevo landed one hundred fifty-four punches out of four hundred forty-seven, or thirty-five uh, percent, compared to seventy-three for uh, four hundred seventy-two for Chalimba, So that's only sixteen percent. So definitely, Bevo was a lot more accurate. A lot. Well, they were just about as busy. Uh, Chalimba threw a little bit more. Uh, threw a couple more punches, obviously, but to none effect. Uh, Chalimba threw a lot of jabs, not a whole lot of combinations. He tried to check uh Bevo with a hook or two, but again, the hand speed really wasn't there. He tried to he didn't and he did a lot of moving not a, a whole lot of offense so uh even when he even when he did you know try to throw punches Cholimba wasn't necessarily set they weren't necessarily accurate so it looked like Bevo was just kind of having his way but again Bevo just couldn't step on the gas and knock him out or just beat him to a pulp so again people are gonna, gonna probably look at that again I'm not gonna trip too hard because. He's undefeated. So when you're undefeated, uh, you know, and he's, you know, for the most part, he's facing the top challengers of the weight class. So you can't really, you know, you can, of course, he's going to not look as as great as dominant. So uh he's, he's gonna take that W. I know he is and B Vol's gonna work work a little bit harder, I'm pretty sure, because uh eventually what's gonna happen is it's because of the light heavyweight division, um, because of the power vacuum with all a couple of these guys leaving and, and losing and losing their prominence, you know, you never know what these guys can do in the light heavyweight division. It's one of those, I would say those um you kind of stop through unless you're like Roy Jones and it's been like a decade there just dominating. It's like you go from there to heavyweight or you stop by and cruise away for a little bit, a little bit. So we'll see what b does in the next couple of years. It has somewhat actually light like heavyweight. It has somewhat be- become a real legitimate uh weight class with the likes of bernard hopkins staying there for a few years doing his thing getting some championships they're becoming one of the oldest champions and then you had the period of andre ward and then those those guys um Adonis stevenson and kovalev again so you know he he definitely dimitri Bivol, i would say as of today i say a name to look out for him, and at least light like heavyweight boxing now let's get on to the main event the actual, you know, what brought us together, well, at least some boxing fans will say, uh, Sergey Kovalev put a, uh, well, defended his WBO title and his IBF light heavyweight title against Elder Eldar Alvarez, who was undefeated going into this fight with 12 KOs. Sergey, Sergey Kovalev was 32-3, headed into this fight with 28 KOs. Um uh, Sergey Kovalev has been trying to get himself back uh to prominence since his his two losses to Andre Ward. Uh we do know, uh you know if you guys aren't uh if you guys aren't aware uh he's uh Andre Ward uh took him to a 10 I, I believe it was a 12 round decision the first time they fought. I want to say it was a split decision. Or uh, and or just close unanimous decision for uh, Andre and uh, Kovalev. Of course, he didn't like it. Uh, Kovalev is not the type, and just like a lot of a lot of uh, quote unquote power punchers uh they don't tend to like boxers and how they you know how they move and and how they provide so many angles and so he didn't like that of course and of course there was a rematch and to make a long story short uh Andre Ward got twinned with a body shot and you know Andre Ward solidified that he was the baddest man in that weight class uh up until then um Kovalev could have made that uh that claim however I I respect Stevenson uh and I always did. Uh he was my second favorite light heavyweight outside of uh outside of Andre and maybe a close second to Bernard. So I I, I didn't really have Cole left ever really up there in my opinion. Uh, he definitely had power. He definitely some fighters definitely avoided him. Possibly even Adonis Stevenson at some point. But I, I you know, I, I thought there were always flaws in this game. And I felt like any real boxer, uh, that could move and provide angles would always expose that. Because they usually end up doing that with power punchers. And that's what Andre did. And to be honest with you, uh it looks like Eldir uh did his homework. El um by way of Colombia, uh, he's staying in uh Montreal, Quebec, Canada, like that right now. Like a lot of uh Latino and uh Haitian fighters now, recently, uh, he's immigrated to that area, and he's uh, like I said, he's had a a, a solid twenty four and zero start. He's twenty four and zero now at least, and uh, he's taken out some of those. Like I said, there was a uh crop of heavy uh, light heavyweights uh in the late two thousands. Uh, it was a almost like a boom period? Uh, Andre Ward was part of that. Lucien Bute was a part of that. Uh, you also had John Pascal, I talked about, I brought up Bernard Hopkins a couple seconds ago So uh, so was Adonis Devian and Kovalev at one time They were part of a, uh, a a high, I would say a high watermark in that division, a light heavyweight division But he took out two of those guys already, I talked about it the other night uh, He took out John Pascal, majority decision there And then he was also able to knock out Lucien Butte So this guy, Alvarez, was no pushover um, I might've given Kovalev the edge in that fight a couple of days ago, but you know, again, you don't know too much about these guys. So you human in the ring and, uh, definitely Alvarez, uh, you know, he impressed me. Uh I thought from the beginning uh Alvarez was able to control uh just the dictate, just to, was able to dictate the action by just a uh, little by boxing. Uh jabbing him, uh jabbing Kovalev, uh hitting him on the lead right, uh or sorry, with a straight right every now and again. And just and just uh, you know, Scoring, uh, with combinations, keeping keeping Kovalev off balance, and that's what you do. You keep uh, you keep the power puncher off balance because he needs he needs to be balanced to throw the power. He needs to be able to set his feet, and Kovalev wasn't able to do that. He was missing a lot of shots. Um, definitely. Definitely was out of his out of his element. Again, you could tell that he's not used to to going in there with boxers and having to keep up that offensive pressure or cut down the ring effectively. You see where he has flaws in this game. And again, Alvarez I, I, took advantage of that. And you start to see even by round three, uh, Kovalev's missing all the, a lot of shots and he's getting tired. You see him sticking his mouth out. He's holding his mouth open, trying to suck in some air. And you know what? I, you know, this is what happens this is this is why this is the sweet science you know this is not just raw savagery i'm gonna go right upside your head and knock you out you have to have some type of uh, some type of strategy and uh kovalev has lacked that in his major fights as recently and you know it's coming back it, it comes back to haunt you uh you know they're gonna drop you they're definitely gonna drop you um you know and and it's a it's a shame, really, uh, because Kovalev, like I said, he came into this fight with two losses, and he was one of the top uh fighters in this weight class for a while. Actually, um, he was up there, like I said, with the rest of those guys. But as soon as he got into the ring with a real boxer, somebody like Andre Ward, Andre Ward was able to take it to him. And and the guy that he fought uh last night, Eldeir, uh, is not necessarily on the same level as Andre Ward, but definitely can jab, definitely has uh. Uh, lower body movement he can move his feet very well he can move his upper body really well he made Kovalev miss a lot of shots and that's like, again that's something you don't really want to do especially as a power punch You waste a lot of energy doing that and that's exactly what happened Kovalev wasted a lot of energy like I said from round uh Round three onward, you could tell he was breathing out of his mouth. You could tell he was getting tired. And one thing I will say, with that being said though, he still was able to do his thing, Cole. Left. He had a decent round four. Uh, he started landing his power shots, out of, seemingly kind of out of nowhere. And he looked like he was gonna he was gonna knock Eladir out. He looked like he caught him. He was he caught him a couple different times. A couple different um lead right hands. Caught Eladir on the chin Backed him up a little bit Had him stunned for a little bit too But Eladir's resolve was just really good That fight uh, He knew he had to weather the storm Kovalev came out pretty early and Like I said, round four was probably his best round Um he Kovalev, like I said, he, he landed a couple solid hard combinations to the top of Eladir's head in round four, but it really didn't do too much. Uh, round four, he was able to you know keep his keep his composure. Round five could have went either, either way uh, with both boxers kind of doing their thing, landing his shots. Round six, kind of the same way. Um, I, I could have, I could have, like, especially the first two rounds I saw going Eladir's way, first three, like I said, round four, uh, could have went, definitely could have went to left five and six, could have went either way, but round seven is when it really, uh, takes off, uh, Eladir starts off kind of, you know, boxing, working his way in, uh, they both land some clean shots on each other, but out of nowhere, Eladir comes, comes through with the overhand right, drops Drops Kovalev to the ground. And at that first sign, I said, oh, it's it's almost over. I looked at Kovalev in the eyes. He was going to get up. I knew he was going to try to get up. Of course, he's a man. I'm not going to take nothing away from him. He's a, he's a real man. You know, he ain't no sucker. So he got up. And um, Eladir just went to work on him. Dropped him a couple more times. Uh, good combinations to the head. Uh, he set him up with the body first. And again, uh, at this point, Kovalev was getting tired. Um, you know, he... Um, he was missing a lot of shots. He was, you know, getting effectively uh, turned and moved all around the ring, exerting, you know, tons of energy. And uh, all, all your boy had to do was just catch him a couple times. And uh, he caught, he caught him dead on the chin. And uh, it was, it was, it was pretty much like, like I said. I thought it was, it was done that first knockdown. Kovalev got up. He had some resolve himself. He wanted to exchange with him. And he's so much of a man, you know, even when, you know, they stop the fight completely and the doctors is over here looking at him, he's like, Man, don't look at me, man. Don't even talk to me, man. I'm good. He just dropped me. You know, so I mean I, I know he's a tough guy, uh, but again, this is this is a thinking man sport, it's not exact exactly like I've been trying to tell people, this is not necessarily about boost strength, um, raw power. Uh, being able to knock somebody out all the time—you gotta be able to be smart. You gotta be able to, you know, use the ring effectively, and that's what, and that's what, and that's why sometimes, you know, your favorite boxer loses. It's simple as that. You know, people don't really realize that there's more to this than, you know, your raw savagery. You know, I'm gonna hit this guy on the side of the head. It's way more to the sport than that. And I think when fans realize that, you know they'll understand <laughs> why uh why the sport goes the way it is. Now that doesn't mean that all these decisions, you know, all the time are great or whatever, but but definitely, you know, there's more than one way to skin a cat. There's definitely more than one way to skin a cat in boxing, y'all. So uh elodie just happened to get the knockout tonight. Uh last night, excuse me, so there was, really was no questions about it. You don't really question the knockout. But it was a good one on his part. I thought it was a really good win. Um again especially for somebody you don't necessarily uh you don't necessarily hear about uh a whole lot uh again you know he's somebody that just kind of just kind of came up on the scene uh, and I'll give him that uh, Again, he's beaten uh, the last In my opinion, the last of that That late 2000s era of, of light heavyweights Which was Cole Valet. Um I'm not too sure how much more Donna Stevenson has in the tank He's probably the last remaining guy Yeah, he's definitely the last remaining guy Bute has gone Andre Ward retired uh, Pascal, he retired not too long ago um, Bernard Hopkins, uh, Bernard Hopkins, excuse me, retired a few years back. So, you know, Eladir, I mean, he definitely, that's three. Uh, he took out three of those guys of that era. He took out Pascal, Bute, and now Kovalev. He's looking like he could set up there, set up shop. And uh, before the fight, uh, it was going to be the main talk, at least in a light heavyweight uh, division, was going to be Vivo. Uh, Dimitri Bivol, who I just finished talking about in the first fight, uh, against uh, it would have been against uh, Kovalev. That was the main fight that people wanted to talk about. Uh, so uh, that looks like it's not gonna happen. But I think the real fight now is gonna be uh, Bivol and Alvarez. And to tell you the truth, um, with what I saw. I like I like I like Alvarez. Alvarez, uh, definitely, in my opinion, the better of the two boxers. Uh, definitely can move a lot better. Has a better jab. I will give Bevo the the fact that he can hit a little bit. I know he can bang a little bit. But again, uh, if somebody can if if somebody can can uh, keep him on his toes a little bit, have him moving around a little bit, I don't know. Um, you know, I, I, you know, you see the power punchers, you know, there's a lot that's said about their power, you know, just the way that they hit. But if it's not done the right way, if they're not, you know, smart with how they use their energy, it, it, it becomes very, very ineffective. And uh, with that being said, as good as Kovalev can be, as good as Bevo can be, he only has, first of all, he only has about 12 knockouts anyways, with all that being said. So it's not even like his power is all there to begin. You know, he has a whole lot of power, period. So, you know, with that being said, you know, you get in there with the right one any night, they can take you. And I'll go with the boxer uh, nine times out of ten before I go with the power puncher, just because I know um you can you score a lot more uh when you're power punching when you're looking for that one shot a lot of times you end up you're missing you're missing a lot and it becomes just about the knockout it becomes just about you know the the devastating knockout and don't get me wrong uh you know you want to look good you want to have you want to have a good fight you want to give people a show but with with that being said you still want to win and I, I think you don't want to get away too far away from that. So, again, a good fight by Alvarez. He boxed him. He boxed uh, Kovala perfectly uh, in and out. You know, he tells this is how you do boxing. I mean, I uh, of course, he's not a Floyd Mayweather, but uh, he doesn't need to be. He definitely doesn't need to be, and uh, we'll leave it at that, y'all. We're gonna wrap it up for today. We'll be right back tomorrow, though. We'll just—I just decided just to do it. Uh, come back on a Monday. I usually wait till Tuesday, but I say, you know what? Let's do it for Monday. I'm sorry um, with all the with all the you know, uh, just my work schedule is not perfect at the moment, so it's a lot of time being take taken there. So forgive me if. If this isn't as frequent as you would want it to be, forgive me. We are working on that, but we'll be back tomorrow. Uh, we got some word on the street, we got some uh, news, of course, and then we're gonna start the NFL previews. So like I said, we're gonna start with the NF- NFC West. I've been trying to do that for at least the last part of the, at least the last part of this week, so we're gonna try to get into that tomorrow as well. Of course, we got some college football previews to talk about as well. Tomorrow we'll be doing the Big Ten conference, so y'all stay tuned. We'll be back tomorrow, y'all. Peace out.